Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Action Fanatics, it is the Bulletproof Podcast, and I am your host, Chris the Brain. Joining me, my co-host, Mr. Multimedia himself, Chad Cruz. Chad, how are you doing? I'm just thrilled to be alive, Brain. We are glad you are alive. And joining us, our special guest for this episode, look out, imposters, because we've got the real Todd Gaines with us. Todd, how's Ooh. it going? Oh, I'm just L-I-V-I-N, guys. All right. Well, we are here, and we are talking about one of our personal favorite action heroes and sometimes action villain, Mr. Dolph Lundgren. This episode is all about Dolph, and uh, Chad, I know he has a special place in your heart as, uh, well, you have proven over the years with some of your posts, but... Your all-time favorite post on BulletproofAction.com was a happy birthday, Dolph Lundgren edition, was it not? It was, and you know, I still look back at my uh, illustrious career as a writer and an artist, and <laughs> I can say with 100% certainty that that post is, uh, is probably the peak of my writing career. I don't know if I'd go around saying that, especially in public now that we have a podcast. Um, well, you know, Brain, you look at that post, you, you, know, you, you click on to. it, and you think, well, someone's looked at it other than me, probably one or two other people. But uh, when you when you see that headline, right, that tagline, happy birthday, Dolph Lundgren edition, you think it's just going to be your, your common everyday, uh, you know, birthday card that you buy at Hallmark. But when you open it up, that's where the magic really happens, and you see that uh, – one, that I was drinking heavily at the time, but two, that I had a real passion and still do have a real passion for all things Dolph Lundgren. That, that's what you see when you read that post? Yeah, well, mostly the, the alcohol yeah, abuse. Yeah, that I could see. Yes. The other part is that also part, in there. It's hidden. It's subtle. It's subtle, brain. That part I definitely see. Uh, Todd, you, you seem to uh, be – taken uh, some amusement at what chad was saying I, i'm assuming you have checked out this fantastic post oh yes i have and that's three views my right there. first thought was stalker yeah yeah i could see that i could definitely that would, see that that could easily be the title of, of the next dolph Lundgren movie stalker the stalker he probably already has it's in post i'm yeah, sure it's in post production I, I could believe that well i 
all I could say is uh, happy birthday, Dolph Lundgren edition. Really does encapsulate all things Chad Cruz. It's a mm-hmm. uh, failed attempt at starting a feature. Um, it has horrible Photoshop. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was obviously written by a drunk man. So that's, that's it, it really does. Charm. It that's really does capture charm. all the things that are Chad Cruz. So <laughs> uh. while we're talking, Dolph, because again, that is why we are here. We are going to uh, get into a little something. We we pitched it out on the social media world a few weeks back, asking fans and readers of Bulletproof Action to uh, give us their top five Dolph Lundgren movies. And uh, we got nearly 100 responses. 36 of Dolph's movies got at least one vote from this uh, survey that we took on social media. And we are about to go through the official countdown based on the results of that survey. But before we do, I want to talk, of course, about our social media accounts. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at BulletproofPod. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at BulletproofAction. And we are on YouTube, and Chad Cruz is definitely on there, at Bulletproof Media. So, again, if you're listening to this for the first time, maybe, and you don't know about us, thank you for finding us. You can continue to follow us throughout the social media world, uh, you know, as I just said. So, are you yeah, guys bring, ready? What? Bring and let me just say this real quick. So, you know, we put this this challenge out to the bulletproof action fan base and and to our friends in the action community and we said you know give us your your top five Dolph Lundgren movies and uh I was a little surprised at the reaction people were they they were almost offended that they could only choose five right and that just tells you what kind of you know uh filmography this man has yeah it was called the pre-1995 it was it was called the Dolph Lundgren challenge for a reason and because it was it was a tough thing to do to to limit it to 5 because he has had so many great movies pre 1995 well, all right uh yes you you make a valid point there but we're about to go through our uh, countdown so Chad do you want to get us started I'd love to number 10 Number 10 here was the big shock of the list the Russian specialist aka the mechanic uh, apparently this is a movie that I think we've all seen, but very few of us remember much about it. Todd, you got anything for us on this one? Okay. First of all, I'm shocked it made the top 10. That was my number one. Uh, number two, this is Dolph at his directorial best, maybe. Oh. Question mark. And number three, uh, Ben Cross plays a character you would expect Ben Cross to play in a low-budget action film starring Dolph Lundgren. You know, I I get really excited when I see action movies who have uh, like tough guys who have uh, uh, traditionally female names. Like, so the 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 villain in it is named Sasha, which yeah I, I get is like a you know Russian name or whatever, but uh. I still find it funny that like someone is frightened by a man named Sasha, who's not Sasha Mitchell, of course. Right. But someone other than Sasha Mitchell scares other people, and that to me that's the funniest part about the mechanic. Other than that, I don't remember a single scene from it. It, it is definitely one we need to revisit, I think, because obviously it made the top ten. It must be good. It's got to be classic, I'm sure. So I mean, we we 
as again, we, we reached out to the action community, and I don't think they would lead us astray, do you? Well, at least, you know what? At least they didn't pick Dead Trigger. Well, yes. Hey, uh, Brain, I have a question for you. When we were doing this countdown, did you assign a numerical point value? So if someone listed this movie as their top movie, did they get 10 points? Yes. Yes. Every if the one, two, three, four, five. If you listed it as one, you got five points, four points, three points, two points, one point. Of course, the brain has all these. This is what the brain does. Yes. This is his thing. I just do rankings and stats, and, and I just love it. So we could safely say that it could possibly have been maybe a few of our readers' favorite. It was up there uh, on some of them, yeah. It was up if, there. So if it makes it high, then that might explain why it it's could on be. the list. Brain's original idea for a podcast was just him going one zero one zero 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 one zero one. That's a that's a falsehood. All right. Okay. Let's one. move on with the countdown before Chad tells any more lies. Go on. Sorry. Number two, number nine. Number nine, yes. It's a countdown, not a count up. So we are going with number nine, Men of War, which to me was a better live-action G.I. Joe movie than any of the live-action G.I. Joe movies so far. That's 100% accurate, um, although it's a pretty uh, graphically violent uh, – I believe someone tries to rape other people, um, so – I don't remember G.I. Joe doing that, um, no, it's but bit, I get your point. It's G.I. Joe to the extreme. It's like adult. I think they did a G.I. Joe extreme also. I believe they did. Uh, they did. Okay, but Men of War, I mean, I I, I can't stand up about this movie. I'm, I'm a little sad it didn't score a little higher. Um, I mean, I'm glad it's top ten, but just the the amount of, like, awesome, random, like, secondary characters that's in it. You know, Tiny Lister, Zeus is in it. Um, young Catherine Bell is in it. Trevor Goddard. Uh, R.I.P. 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 Um, what's the Charlotte Lewis? Uh, super hot, mega hot in it. Get some boobage going. Um, what's uh, the Colonel's name in it? Whatever the Colonel's name is in real life. Um, but yeah, the movie. I mean, it's a lot of gray area. You got good guys. You got bad guys. Eh, mostly just not good people but they're mostly you know mercenaries shooting each other you can't go wrong with that no and i think you're looking for kevin ty as the colonel merrick can you spell that for me yeah uh, kevin k-e-v-i-n that, thank, that's all i need t-i-g-h-e tig he we'll call him mr tig he tig he okay tig he kevin tig he was from roadhouse as well yes k9 k9 Grayton. Anywho, yes, Men of War. Men of War number nine. Let's move on. Number eight. Number eight, Army of One, or as it is also known by some, Joshua Tree, due to its location. I, I love this one. Underrated as all get out, if you will. Anybody, yes, anybody? 100%. Some of the action in it is top-notch, and it. I mean, it's it's kind of that early 90s. Um, I mean, it's an early '90s movie, obviously, but some of the movies that came out in the '90s, you know, uh, I'm thinking like off top, like Rapid Fire, like some of these movies had just had incredible action scenes, but people just didn't see them for some reason. Right. Uh, but but you know the the 
the car warehouse scene or whatever you want to call it, the big garage scene at the end. I mean, it is legit one of the better action scenes you probably of that decade. Yes. And and it's got Dolph Lundgren just shooting the shit out of people. So what what's not to like? It's also got Ferraris, Lamborghinis. Uh, It's a little bit of a shower scene with, of course, it's got a body double, but I'll be happy to share with the world. Crystal Breeze. Mm. Google her. Um, It's one of those movies, too, that's got, I believe, two cuts. There's a shorter cut that's actually more action packed. I don't know if you guys uh, had like the shout DVD and it had two cuts on it. I don't know if y'all knew that or not. I do. I did not. I do have that in my collection as well. Yeah, and to me, it's always one of those ones. It was direct to video, but it easily. I mean, it looks like it could have been in the theaters. It, it's a it's a big time feel to it, and uh, just a great underrated Dolph Lundgren movie. So glad it made the top ten. And I think it's time to move on. Number seven. Number seven, a controversial pick for some, Canon's own Masters of the Universe. And let me, if I can, start off with a hot take. The Masters of the Universe cartoon was not that great, people. And because this movie did not follow your little cartoon world, doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It is a very good He-Man movie. I mean, who is going to be better than playing He-Man back at this time? Who? Preach. Uh, I would say somebody, but I think he was busy being a waiter or a hand double at this time, uh, Mr. Matthias Tyus Hughes. But I don't think he was in Hollywood right then. The answer is no one, Brain. Yeah, my bad. No one except Dolph Lundgren. My bad. But that was a good guy. I mean, Matthias Hughes, we love him. My we're, bad. We're huge fans of uh, of Mr. Hughes. So I have but, a confession about oh boy. He-Man. Oh, boy. There was a He-Man movie released before Masters of the Universe. It was a cartoon movie that came to the theaters. Okay. And little Todd Gaines got to see that in the theater. I still okay. remember it to this day. It was a beautiful cartoon, so maybe nothing in my mind can replace that cartoon. I got a second brain, man. The, the cartoon didn't – it wasn't – it didn't do it for me as a kid. I You know, I, I can watch it. Skeletor is great, but this movie is just unbelievable. I don't know how people can watch this and not be freaking entertained by it. Um, Frank Langella, Skeletor um, – I've had this argument many times with many different people who are all wrong, um, and I was right. And I told them that Franklin Jell Skeletor is better than Darth Vader from the original Star Wars. There's, a, there's two hot takes Ooh. in one one number. Ooh. We're dropping bombs here, brain. Oh. I mean, Darth Vader, yeah, he's evil Sith Lord, and he walks around breathing heavy and shit. But Skeletor has got better henchmen. He's got better lines. He turns all golden and shit at the end and has a sweet sword fight, even though it's not Frank Langella because he was like 75. But, I mean, he's freaking phenomenal. The, the the makeup was great. The costumes are great. Dolph Lundgren says just few enough words. To his performance isn't awful. And, I mean, if you get rid of like kind of the, the 80s, they're hanging around in wherever 
Illinois or some shit to get rid of that part of the movie. I mean, or some of it, at least it's a freaking masterpiece. So they should put that shit on the Blu-ray. A masterpiece of the universe is what you're saying. A masterpiece and it's masters of the universe. Master nice play pieces. on words. That could be a porno too. A masterpieces of the universe. Courtney, I will say Courtney Cox was starring gorgeous, Courtney Cox. <laughs> gorgeous. Um, Chelsea Fields, Field, gorgeous. Put them together for their own master movie, and I'd be down. Yeah, throwing a Meg Foster eye eyes. The Meg just, Foster eyes, well, just the eyes, guys. <laughs> just the eyes. We're filming from the eyes up. I think that's our cue to move on in the countdown. Kind of got off track there, didn't we? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Number six. Number six is Red Scorpion, another great one from Dolph, an early Dolph Lundgren film. Uh, I love this one. Uh, I, You know, it, it had been years since I really sat down and watched it from beginning to end, and when I did, that, that truck scene with the, the chase in the truck, just, that is movie gold. Long, tall Sally's playing, which, of course... Everybody also remembers from The Great Predator. Uh, you know, I just, I love that scene. And it's, it's a, you know, not a great movie, but it's a real good good effort, especially early on in Dolph's career. Guys, do you think that a lot of people that were watching, like, let's say they watched this in 1988, do you think they thought Dolph was actually a Russian? Just because. I'd say yes. Right. I mean, I mean. Uh, I, I, I think I think so as well. I think people, uh, when they see Dolph back then, I honestly think they thought he was from the Soviet Union. I think you know, with the less globalized uh, world back then, the internet wasn't huge. Anyone who wasn't from America was probably a Soviet asset. <laughs> and if we did have internet access then, do you think one of the searches would be is Dolph Lundgren a communist from the ussr i do i believe i that do absolutely i think they're probably still searching that now just to make sure <laughs> is dolph a commie he could be a sleeper agent we don't know maybe I'll, maybe that'll be my next dolph article dolph is dolph oh, oh let's oh let, we, dolph collusion question call mark? it that question mark everybody loves a great dolph. chad cruz concept piece all right moving on <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, are number we done, five. Are, okay, we're we're done with number six, so we're on to number five, which Num- is. Wait, wait, wait. Let me do it again. Number five. Number five is the Punisher. Another one that sometimes gets uh, some of the fanboys riled up, but I love this version of the Punisher, and I would even say this is my favorite Punisher movie of all time. It is to me. I mean, I you know I like the Netflix guy. Uh, I think he does a good job, but as far as movies go, you know, slap a skull on his chest, and Dolph Lundgren is the Punisher in this movie. Oh, uh, Chad, and you know, it's got the Yakuza, and we all know how much Chad Cruz loves the Yakuza. Yep, gives me a semi just thinking about it. You know, Yakuza got to be the top top villains of the '90s and you know late '80s. It was exotic and mysterious. They had sweet tattoos, and there were so many stuntmen willing to just go, whatever, I'll be Japanese today. You know, you got James Liu, you got uh, uh, Al Leong, all those guys who died like every 11 seconds in every movie. Um, 
Yeah, it's perfect. You know, throw the Yaku's in there, and I'm probably going to watch a movie. And as, and, much as you love, oh, the, go ahead. as much as you love the Yakuza, I love me some Chappie Sinclair, and you get Louis Gossett Jr. in any movie, and he's going to make it better. And uh, he certainly does a great job in this one. Uh, you know, kind of being Dolph's former friend from the police force. No doubt. And uh, it just—he's just a—he just brings a, a certain level uh, of. Uh, I don't know, professionalism to the movie. Yeah, like a legitimacy to it. Yeah, gives it some gravitas, if you will. And, you yeah. know, Chris is a Chris is a mind reader because I was about to, you know, hook in that Lewis Gossett because I know that the brain is obsessed with Iron Eagle. I love it. And then and I was about to say it, and Chris says it, so it's got – that's why he's the brain. That's why he's the brain of BPA. That's right. And, and you know, the only person who I think may love Iron Eagle more than me would be Johnny Lawrence. But I'm not sure about that. But uh, Ooh. It'd, be, it'd, be a, it'd be a close close. I call. would love to ask him that question. I would also love to ask Joey Lawrence. Not, not oh. Joey Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence. Guys, do you remember when Joey Lawrence had a like a hit single? In the maybe 1990, y'all remember that? Did you go to his concert, Todd? After your He-Man <laughs> cartoon movie? He did. He did. He still got a T-shirt from it. I'm not gonna tell you what's in my closet. <laughs> He's got his uh, his face like on Joey Lawrence's body on the T-shirt. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! All right, gentlemen, let's move Number on with the countdown. Four. Number four. We talked about the. One of these stars with this a little bit earlier on. I come in peace, aka Dark Angel. This one is a this one's a special movie too. I, I like this one. It's part of the infamous Baxley Three. Indeed. Also, could be uh, another porn title, Dark Angel. Or uh, I come in peace, depending on how you spell it. Come on, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I'm gonna go ahead and write this down. Um, yes, uh, the Baxley Three. Let's, let's see if the fans can name them. Go. Uh, Action Jackson, Stone Cold, <laughs> and this. Okay, I was waiting for the fans to call in. I guess we're not oh, taking calls right now. Yeah, we're, um, we're, not, we're not. We're not set up to take calls yet. Uh, damn it. Yeah, Action Jackson, Dark Angel, and uh, wonderful Brian Bosworth, Stone Cold. Three of the best, uh, best of the best of like the '89 to '92 era kind of deal. Uh, but yeah, man, you freaking science fiction, buddy cop, you take all these paint by number elements, you put them in one movie and nobody screws it up. You know what I mean? Not even Brian Ben-Ben. Cause he I was mean, who, fantastic. who the fuck's going to cast Brian Ben-Ben in a action movie? Well, nerdy, nerdy, you know, federal agent, you know, you, you need one of those in your buddy cop movie. Stone Cold had it, uh. I mean, like, that's like a yeah. Baxley, that's yeah. like his thing. Yeah, I would have liked William Russ in that role, but I'm just weird. All right. You guys what are a... like, you guys are Googling, like, who's William Russ? I'm not Russ? sure who that is, but I do is know that, Duke Legend from, from, uh, from uh, Boy Meets World. Yep, 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 yep. Boy Meets oh, World. Oh, shit. Which, Boy Meets World, Dad. Todd Gaines probably had a T-shirt of that, too. Well, he was well. He was really good as a like little sidekick in a Rucker Hauer movie, uh, Wanted Dead or Alive. Oh yeah, I almost watched that a couple nights ago. And 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 when I watched it, 
recently. Uh, I, was like, I was like, damn. Yeah, exactly. I was like, damn. William Russ would have rocked it in I Come in Peace. But we instead we have Dream Ons on Brian Ben Ben. I like but the we fact, also go ahead. I, was, I like the fact that it, you know this movie did not deter from CDs and DVDs from gaining popularity. That's <laughs> true. Because yeah. if guys, you saw that, you no, might but, think, "Holy crap, that thing's gonna kill me! I'm not bringing that into my house." It could have meant the downfall for the music industry. And wasn't this like a huge, like super something to do with the Super Bowl? Would you, or am I just dreaming you, that? No, I think you may have read that in a book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, I got a dream. I got I must I must have been a dream. But also incredible uh Terminator style performance by Matthias Hughes as Why was he nominated for Academy Award for his role in this? Uh, you know, it's conspiracy. It's Why does Mr. Hughes not have a Academy Award? I don't know. He delivered that line like nobody else could. I can tell you that much right now. Hell yeah. There might be a couple of adult film stars that could deliver that line. Here we go. That's it. Here we go again. All right, and that's usually our cue that it's time Podcast to move on time. in the countdown. Number three. Without this one, I don't know if we'd even be having this conversation right now. Number three, Rocky Four, where Dolph Lundgren kind of had his huge coming out party as Ivan Drago. I'd say that there were many a baby born nine months after the release of this movie. Uh, you know, all the ladies watching this, these montages and, uh, you know, big shirtless doll, big shirtless sly, just sweating it up in a barn and going home and, you know, taking care of old daddy. The American <laughs> way. Everybody was filled with American pride and apparently in Chad Cruz's estimation, lust. Lust. <laughs> Lust. And this movie was this the movie that killed the Cold War? This right? is the film, you know, Ronald Reagan and Sylvester Stallone had a lot of I'd say a lot of meetings uh and you know in dark rooms and dark alleys and talked about how are we gonna beat the Soviets. And I'd say late eighties or mid eighties, you know, Sly and old Ronnie got together and said, This is what we gotta do. This is the spark that's gonna light a fire. Let's and, crush uh, the commies. And Rocky beat the shit out of Dolph, you know, fake Soviet Dolph, but he beat the shit out of him nonetheless. And uh, it was, you know, it was it was the beginning of the end for the old USSR. I cry every time I watch Rocky Four. I probably haven't watched it in a very long time, but I'm such a huge Apollo Creed fan that I would watch the movie over and over as a small child praying that he would live <laughs> dancing to living in america and then he dies and then i then my hatred of communism i think that's when my hatred of communism was really from rocky four and that, Dolph killing that, apollo that cemented it for you and it's again th that's a big thing i mean apollo creed this larger than life character what a way to you know in wrestling terms, I mean, this is you're you're strapping a rocket to Ivan Drago's ass, he put him giving, over. Him, giving him the big push because he's taken out one of the most beloved guys of all time, uh, one of the most accomplished champions of, of of the era, Apollo Creed. I mean, that's you made he was a made man right then and there. No doubt. You know who would never do that? Who's that? Suburban Commandos Hulk Hogan. Ever. He would never never put a guy over like that. You know never. who would? Gene Snitsky, my exactly, dog. Exactly, exactly. Mr. Snitsky's my dog. 
But yeah, Rocky Four. I mean, oh shit, dude. I mean, this soundtrack. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I had a workout this morning. Listened <laughs> to the soundtrack of Rocky Four. Is that available on YouTube? Uh, you know what? I pulled it up on Spotify, and uh, I'm sure it is. YouTube's got everything, dog. No, I, I meant your workout. I, I'm I'm surprised we haven't. Oh, seen Oh, my that workout. Yet. Yeah. Man, you got to pay for that shit. Okay. You guys want to hear a fun Todd Gaines fact? Uh, RTG. Let's hear it. I've actually uh, met the late James Brown a few times in my life, being that we hail from the same uh, city. And I would see him every now and then on the streets and just say, what's up, James, Mr. Brown? We have a huge James Brown statue. Uh, I used to have a little dancing James Brown doll at my house. Uh, He's been one of my favorite recording artists since I was a small child. Hell yeah. Jail or no jail, drugs or no drugs. I love me some James Brown. R.I.P. R.I.P. Brother, hardest working man in show business will never exactly. be forgotten. And he uh, still hasn't been buried, believe it or not. Mm. He's like in a, like a mausoleum or whatever. They've still never actually buried the man. It's been a fight over his estate this whole time. Hmm. No. No, I think it's time for us all to put down, put away all our differences, and uh, throw this guy in the river. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's, never, he's never been buried. I thought, um, we were gonna, they showed I thought you were going to say on television. Michael Jackson danced at his funeral. Uh, my dad <laughs> called me on the phone and said, "You got to turn it on the TV right now." It was James Brown's funeral, and Michael Jackson was getting down. Damn. Who could, knew that they would could, all be gone? That is we could probably pay, play that final scene, you know, uh, from Rocky Four. Uh, amongst the two parties the, of the people that are arguing about the body. Ah, yeah. And I bet they would Ooh, They right. would meet in the middle. That's what it does. I like bring what people you, together. Yeah, you bring a great – I mean, if yeah, if, if that speech oh, could wow. bring two warring countries, wow. two just mm-hmm. different philosophies in, in the world together, certainly it could solve the problems between the James Brown – uh, contingent. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I, I think there might be some kids. Uh, who knows? I, I'm not an expert at all things James Brown, but he's not buried and he's been dead since maybe '06. So right. it's crazy. I, I thought Chad was going to say it's time to put Brown in the ground, but instead he went with the river. And now we're <laughs> going to go on with our countdown. You always flush Brown, by the way. Number flush, two. Flush him down. Flush him down. Number two is a great one. Universal Soldier. Uh, this was my personal favorite. This was my number one. Uh, I love Dolph in this one. Uh, to me, this is Dolph's best role. Such a great villain. Um, but to, I, I think part of the reason it's such a great villain, because as great villains often are, he doesn't think he's doing anything wrong. He thinks he's doing the right thing here. Um, obviously, he has a slanted view of the world, but what a great performance. I absolutely love Dolph in this, and I, I've told people this many a times. Uh, it's one of my favorite movie-going experiences of my life. We used to have a budget movie theater right by my house, so I could see all these movies you know, really cheap every weekend, and we'd watch Universal Soldier and constantly cheer for Dolph. I mean the whole – I'd watch it every time. The audience was going crazy for him, and he was definitely over with the crowd, Oh, he's, no doubt. He's, he's a show-stealer. I mean uh, – the movie is is damn near perfect as far as action films go, and it 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 takes the uh, you know normally you would have the charismatic hero 
and then the villains kind of like one note. But this movie kind of flips it, and the villains kind of like the one that you're like, oh, this guy's pretty interesting. Whereas Van Damme is just kind of like robotic for most of the movie. And he has his quirks and he has his little comedic areas, um, and he, he comes around towards the end. But it really kind of flips it a little bit compared to other action movies. Dolph is definitely a, a, a very much more well-rounded actor in general than John Claude Van Damme. That's just my opinion. And I think that's part of the reason they gave uh, Van Damme his little female sidekick in the movie. Right. Which kind of helps balance that whole thing out because she was excellent. as well. I mean, she was that, – that's oh, yeah. one of the best female characters in a Van Damme movie uh, of all time. Can we invite Ali Walker on our podcast? We certainly Just, can. I'd love to. I don't know that she's going to accept the invite, but yay. That was, that's officially an invitation just put out to her. So if she's listening, Allie. I'm sure she is. 100%. Allie, call Real Todd Gaines and let's get this going. Allie, I loved you in Santa Barbara. You know, Roland call Emmerich, me. director, Roland Emmerich. Uh, yes. Probably uh, most well-known for directing uh, a little film called Ghost Chase? No? No? I don't no, think okay, so. never mind. Uh, but yeah, Stargate, Independence Day, Godzilla, The Patriot, all kinds of good shit, man. I mean, dude has uh, a resume that you're kind of surprised that he's not like putting out like crazy, like crazy action movies, you know, in 2019, as opposed to, you know, like he kind of peaked in, you know, 98, 2000. Still making movies today, just not big ones. Just uh, smaller scale. He's just rolling along there, bro. I blame that second Independence Day movie. It probably killed it for him. Could have been. Do- doesn't take much in Hollywood. It's a fickle, fickle world over there. Amen. All right. I, sh- I should know, brain. Yeah, yeah, of course. What? A- Let's move on. Number one. Number one with a bullet, as they say. This one, by far, was a runaway winner. Showdown in Little Tokyo. And I have to believe that is due to the -the off-the-chart chemistry between Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee. I mean, these guys just, it was like they were meant to work together. And we are so lucky to get this film. Uh, Just a great film all around. Heck yeah, man. And I also think that when people were voting, this 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 had to make almost everybody's list. So even if it wasn't their favorite movie, it might have been their third favorite movie or their fourth or their second. So, I mean, almost probably all our readers like love Showdown Little Tokyo. And Brandon Lee, Dolph Lundgren, ultimate buddy comedy, ultimate buddy cop movie. Brandon Lee, I said it, I'll say it again, was taken from this world way too soon. Who knows what he would have become? I honestly believe he would have been as big or bigger than his father, and I I will always believe that. That is our third hot take on this episode. That's potentially the hottest of all takes. Right, I was going to say, we're going to get some people talking here. Uh, Chad, your thoughts on on Showdown Little Tokyo? You know, I I always say that if if you can't describe an action movie in one sentence, then it's probably not worth watching. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just read you a, a one-sentence synopsis for Showdown Little Tokyo. Two L.A. cops with opposing views on what is the best way to uphold the law have to work together to bring down the Yakuza while trying to protect a beautiful woman. Now, 
I mean, this is 91. You know, I was like eight years old, but I'd already pretty much watched every action movie there was at that point. But um, this is probably what I would have written. I'm like, yeah, two cops who are always the opposite of one another have to, you know, figure out a way to bring down the Yakuza. And there's a hot chick bouncing around. Bouncing around. Just bouncing around with her. You know. And the uh, the crazy part, and this has been touched on in many discussions, is how Dolph is the one that embraces the Asian culture, and Brandon Lee is kind of just like this straight shooter. That's like, it's that's the crazy part. With you know Dolph acting like he's a what like a, I guess a great warrior. Yeah, he's like the what is it adopted and his. Um, an orphan or something in Japan? Grew up in Japan, yeah. I believe his... Well, yeah, maybe his mother was Japanese. His father was probably a serviceman or something, I would assume. His father's probably Russian. Russian. <laughs> Russian. It is pretty close to Japan. Yeah, we said that exact same time. <laughs> oh, look at the poster. Google the poster. Take a look at it. Dolph sitting there with his little Zen pose. Brandon Lee standing up behind him. You know, both of them kind of wearing the black and white kind of yin yang situation and you got a badass yakuza tattoo guy in the background just like oh you know like flexing the abs and looking awesome so i mean those are some tattoos tokyo was like all right lethal weapon we're gonna one-up you and instead of just like going against crime we're going against the yakuza oh you but, want a sweet finale how about samurai swords but did it like uh, this has also been touched on? I think why the maybe the box office it wasn't there because people were confused that this might have been like Big Trouble in Little China, Showdown in Little Tokyo, Big Trouble in Little China, very close to each other. Yes, I could see how that would be uh, same actors, somewhat confusing. As, same actors uh, as the goons. Yeah, some I Japanese, think that. Uh, Chinese, you know, what, whatever's paying better that week. Yeah, I think Al Leong and James Liu, those guys, pretty, you know, they would just like, oh, okay, whatever you want to do, buddy, and they just oh. let you kill him. So it's like, just pay me. I'll yeah, come in. Me. I'll I'll put I'll put you over because you're gonna win the fight. I'll put you over, even though I could kick your ass in real life. Just make sure you pay me. Oh, also one of my favorite like '90s action movie tropes is like the torture scene. Like there were so many awesome torture, torture scenes from like the early '90s where dudes would just like be tied to a thing and you'd be like shocking them or like, like I'm going to cut your fingers off first, but nobody ever gets actually tortured beyond shocking. Right. With uh, Gerald Okamura in there being the uh, shock master, if you will. I love a good oh. shock master reference. I I look, I know somebody who actually is a member of the Gerald Akamore fan club. Hell yeah, he did. <laughs> and he sent him like is all his these name like, Todd stick- Gaines. No, he, it, it, it's, it's, he's not actually. Not. You're it's too not, busy but... being a fan club of Joey Lawrence. You join the <laughs> yeah. Gerald fan club tomorrow. Actually, yeah, right after not... we're done with this, I want you to sign up for that fan club. Yeah. He'll send you like pic like pictures and stickers and all these little trinkets. So we might all three of us should sign up for it. You know, I feel like uh, one of us should, and it's probably you. Yeah, you're the one who brought it up. Yeah, yeah, you're the one that's obsessed with them. Well, I just just know if you send him a self-addressed stamped envelope, he'll send you some trinkets. I once had a – I was a member of the Star Wars fan club, 
as a young kid. And I had a bumper sticker that I was so proud of that said, I'm a Star Wars fan. Honk if you – and it had a picture of R2. Oh. oh and it was – cool. And it was – Wow. Uh, I loved it so much that I put it on our brown station wagon. Uh, I am so you glad honks? you grew out of that stage. Oh, there was a couple honks. Uh, yeah, the Turdmobile, that thing with that bumper sticker on the back, pure chick magnet. I am so glad you grew out of that phase because you would not be fun to talk to right now. <laughs> Who said I grew out of it? Well, at least you hide it well. There like you go. I, like I hide my Joey – I guess my Joey Lawrence uh, uh, obsession. Yeah, hi. You're talking about it right on here to the world. How many times have I talked about jo- on an action podcast about right. Dolph Lundgren, yeah. one of the most macho men on the planet? And I've mentioned Joey Lawrence now at least uh, five times, four or yeah, five this times. Potentially billions of listeners. Right. There's, it's an unlimited audience. Has will have access to this. So. Correct. Well, that is it. The top ten Dolph Lundgren movies, as voted on by the readers of Bulletproof Action Ooh. and the followers on our social media platforms. And this is a great time to remind everybody about our website, BulletproofAction.com, where we have something new on the site each and every day, so you always want to check out what's going on over there. And gentlemen, uh, if you're ready, I have a a challenge for both of you to wrap up this Dolph Lundgren edition of the Bulletproof Podcast. Are you ready? Hell yeah. I love a good challenge. We are going to play a little contest here called How Dolph Are You? Ooh. So I'm going to oh. fire away 10 questions in your direction, and if these things apply, you will obviously answer yes or no to these things, and uh, perhaps give us some background on some of these if you wish. And these are all things that either are part of Dolph's actual life or part of his characters in the movie. So we'll start with our special guest, Mr. Todd Gaines. Todd, have you ever been to Sweden? Uh, actually, no, I have not. I am familiar with the Swedish bikini team, but I've never been to Sweden. Okay, uh, right, that's a no for you. What about you, Chad? Have you ever been to Sweden? I know you're a world traveler. Uh, I'm a world traveler, but Sweden has never, I've never landed there, I'm sorry to say. That's not a pin in your, in your, uh. Map. Okay, Chad. In the map. Nope. Sorry. Here, here's one. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me, let me, let me bring this out real quick. Okay. Okay. There could be a, a partial credit for this one. So, uh, spent some time in the army, and uh, I was. Thank on you a, for your service, Chad. Thank you so much you know, for your service. It was my pleasure, Real Todd Gaines. I, uh, I like to think you should really be thanking Rocky Four for my service, because that was part of the reason I joined. To kill um, commies. I, yep. So awesome. I. <laughs> I uh, did I did a little NATO peacekeeping mission uh, at one point, and I spent uh, a total of about six weeks living on a Swedish base, complete with Swedish uh, military personnel. Was there Swedish women? There were Swedish women. In fact, one of my friends m- married one of them, oh. but I have not been to Sweden. So that's a no. Sorry, yes, that's a long ass no. That's Sorry. a long no, but that's very interesting. Uh, yes. I guess. All right, here's a little bit one. This one, well, this one's a lot more personal. Chad no. Cruz, you'll get the start. Has another man ever complimented you on the size of your dick? 
Um, no, he has not. All right, that's probably a good thing. Real Todd Gaines. I have two answers, and you have to decide which one's true. One is no, and then the other one is yes, and that was Joey Lawrence. Okay. We're, we're going to go with no for that one. So far, Joey would only Joey's comment would only be, whoa. Whoa! Right, so we wouldn't even know if he just meant, is it whoa, like, yeah. oh, my God, that thing is so small, or that thing is so, yeah, so that yeah. doesn't count. Where's the either emphasis way, on the whoa? Either you know, way, it doesn't count. Like, whoa. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> That's true, too. How was the woe delivered? <laughs> We're going to move on to number three, and this one goes back to Todd first. Have you ever been romantically linked to Grace Jones? I, I've had dreams of Grace Jones. I've seen Grace Jones and Chad's post. I believe Dolph was carrying a naked Ch- uh, Grace Jones to Chad's house. But I've never been romantically involved with her. That's a shame. Chad? You know, for fame, uh, a person might do anything. Um, but as of yet, I have not been linked to Grace Jones. Okay, so you're not, we're not ruling it out for the future. But you as, know, as of today, no. As of today, you know, I'm a married man. But uh, Grace Jones, you know. If someone offered, if said Chad, All that Grace Jones music for money. one million Twitter and YouTube followers, what would you say? <laughs> and say bulletproof no. action, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one million hits on your Tears from the Sun review Ooh. daily. Man. All yeah. you have to do is Ooh. take home Miss Jones. Driving Miss Jones, I don't know. What would you do? Let's leave that up. Let's let's save that for another podcast. I think he would sing the old "Me and Mrs. Jones" song. Is what I think. Me. Anyway. All right. So Chad, here's a good one for you. Maybe maybe right. maybe somebody will get a point here. Have you I ever so. had a meltdown at the supermarket? Mm. Well, I am a parent, so uh, I've never uh, physically assaulted anyone at a supermarket. I've never. Uh, thrown a dead body into the freezer section in the supermarket. But I can't say I haven't thought about it. And as a parent, I've definitely had a meltdown at a grocery store. All right, that's a point for Chad Todd. I used to actually work at a supermarket and actually had a video counter. Whoa, I know, right? At a video counter. And I would rent movies to the idiotic customers. And sometimes they would not rewind. Ooh, and that they would kind. piss me off, brothers. So of course I've had a meltdown at a supermarket. What was the top uh, rental at the uh, supermarket video store? Friday, the movie awesome. Friday. Air, it, that movie got rented the hell, the hell out of it. Every Friday. People, uh, every day because people were yeah. I mean it was just the if you could go back and track like how many times the movie's rented. I mean it was constantly rented. Also starring Tiny Lister from yes. Men of War. Yes. It all ties together, folks. Joey Lawrence, Tiny Lister. What we're talking about, it all makes sense, doesn't it? All right, number five on our questions here. Uh, Todd Gaines, have you ever produced your own workout video? 
that would be something for other people to say or a private video, if you know what I mean. This is a I – don't, I don't, this is – you marketed this. People could oh. get it so they too could look like Todd Gaines. Because you could define a workout as many different things. So I'm going to unfortunately have to say no because it was not distributed or Thank accepted. You. So, yes. Thank God. All right, Chad. You know, I'm always – uh, accepting offers. Uh, someone wants to offer me money to do one of these videos, but no, I have not done one. All right, that uh, we're still at one and one, and let's go to Chad again. Do you have a master's degree in chemical engineering? Well, you know, funny story, brain. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> that is a that's hilarious. Uh, Todd, how about you, genius? I have a bachelor's degree, but not in that. Not in chemical engineering? No, sir. I would have accepted it, possibly, but probably not. So, all right, that's who knows. Um, We're doing great here, by the way, Todd. Thank you, thank you. Here's a good one. Have you, and this is a Todd, ever, have you ever worn short shorts in public? I'm a child of the 80s, and my grandma would sometimes make my clothes just like you know put like little izods little alligators on my uh shirts so of course she also made me jams and jams were big back then yeah, and i like probably big. had them a little bit too short so yes i have all right and chad i already know the answer but i'll let you answer it oh yeah i've i've been rocking shorty shorts whether it be uh wrestling tights uh some silkies or some uh you know, just just trying to give give a peek see at the old quads, quad development. You know, I've been rocking those babies for years. That's right, folks. If you want to peek ski at Chad's quads, just stick around. It might show up on YouTube one day. I'd say slam that subscribe button. Once you watch Chad, you'll never want to watch another YouTube video again, another channel. You'll never look at another man the same. Never. Not even Joey Lawrence. Wow, here we go. All right, Chad Cruz, this one will start with you. Have you ever worn a necklace made out of ears? Well, you know, the the obvious answer would be no, I haven't. But uh, uh, a necklace made of fake ears I have worn. All right. Uh, you know, a Halloween store. I, you know, I beat myself up. I just beat myself up so bad after this. I didn't. I didn't buy them. So stupid. I, I could be wearing them on a YouTube video right now um, or just sitting around my house scaring the shit out of my kids. But, yeah, I didn't buy them. But, yeah, I, I did put one on at a Halloween store, and I thought it was the funniest thing in the world, and everyone looked at me very strangely. All right. Well, that, that counts. How about you, Todd? Ever uh, worn a necklace made out of ears, whether real or fake? You know, I can remember seeing one at maybe at a Spencer's. In the mall back in the day, but I will not lie, I did not put it on, so no, I have not. And then after you saw them at the Spencer, you went over to the little poster section and looked up at Joey, Joey Lawrence posters. Lawrence posters, nice. definitely, definitely. Nice. All right, here's an interesting one. Todd, have you ever been in concert? So have you ever been on stage either singing or playing a musical instrument? much like Dolph Lundgren did in the fantastic film Command Performance. Yeah, I was in a karaoke contest on a cruise ship, so 
We are now tied like up. Did, did you win is the question. I won the, the shrimp on the stick. Hell yeah, brother. Oh, hell yeah. That's all I dare. We are at three and three. Chad, how about you? Have you ever been in concert? I, you know, uh, young Chad Cruz in his teenage, late teenage years was a member of a, uh, a boy band. What? What? Yep. I don't, I don't, it's not the proudest moment of my life. And I can't say, you know, we weren't like a touring band or anything, but we had, uh, I believe three performances in total, and it died a quick death and a, a necessary death. Wow, there is there somewhere out there? We need that on the YouTube. You know, that's non-copyrighted. This right. is so non-copyrighted. There would be no claim. This no is claim. this would have been uh you know in my high school years, and I do recall uh, at least one of the performances being filmed, but. I have no idea who did it or how to get a hold of it. If you but have I do it, remember, and if, if I had it, uh, you'd be seeing it. Trust oh, me. Well, well. Maybe someone who does have it is listening to this podcast right now. Yeah, I hope so. Potentially. Get, a, get us whatever format you have it in. We'll make it work. All right, so we are at four for Chad, three for Todd, and we are down to one remaining question. You know, hey, Brain, before we move on, can I can I put one thing out to, to the Bulletproof fans out there? Of course. I'd like anyone listening to this, any of the Bulletproof fans out there, to try and guess the name of my boy band. All right. So leave, leave a comment. Let's see if anyone gets it. And if you get it, man. We're going to send you a T-shirt. We'll do something special. Well, that's quite a challenge, and uh, yeah, we will definitely uh, get that out to the world. All right, so now we're ready for the the big, the final round here. Chad is leading. This is Todd's chance to catch up, or Chad's to just completely run away with this one. Uh, have you ever been to an establishment that serves sushi on a naked woman? <laughs> uh, this, shit, this shit's rigged. You know, I have been to Bulgaria, Brain. Uh, and anything you want in Bulgaria goes. But no, I have not. Uh, I have not been to an establishment that does that, but I would love to go to one if you're familiar with a place that does that. Uh, not that I know of, but I'll, 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 I'll Google it later. Keep your eyes – yeah, keep your eyes peeled. What about you, Todd? Well, uh, everybody – I don't know if you know they had a strippers and Xanax uh, challenge on Letterboxd a few years ago. That's just what I called it. Um I remember if, uh, turning 21 and going to a, a uh, very fine establishment in Atlanta, the Cheetah Cheetah Three, enjoying my birthday. Unfortunately, though, that was all it was. So mm-hmm. my answer is no. Wait, the Cheetah Three? So this is like a sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! Hell so yeah, the dude. one and two were so. Yeah, one or two with the Well, it's just like a, a, the location. Just Cheetah. Like franchisee. One, two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think okay. Uh, Kevin Nash was a bouncer at the Cheetah. Was he? One, one of the Cheetahs. Or that's how he got his WCW job back then. Oh, interesting. If I could go back in time, I'd also want to hit uh, Tattletales in Atlanta just because of the Girls, Girls, Girls song from Motley Crue. 
they mention that club in the song. So Okay. Stripper knowledge, RTG. RTG, King of the Strippers. Yeah. I try. So for our How Dolph Are You contest, Chad, victorious, 4-3. to three. But again, I have to say, if you're even 10% Dolph Lundgren, you should pat yourself on the back because uh, Dolph is uh, he's a great man. Yeah, I like to think that, you know, even even gaining this this seemingly small victory is it's still a huge deal. Um in ten percent of Dolph, you know, it could be the the hand, the foot, uh maybe like a half a peck. Right. But there's one thing it couldn't be. And that's right. Brandon Lee because Brandon Lee's told us his monster dong. Yeah. That's not 10%. That's like 26% probably. And I would like to congratulate Chad Cruz on this victory. It was a, it was a well fought battle. And just, I have one just final thought on Dolph Lundgren. And we talked about how he plays the good guy. So good. And the bad guy. So bad. And I just want to compare him to one of my all-time favorite actors, and that's Mr. Gene Hackman, who mm. can play the good guy and the bad guy just as well. I Hot think uh, I'm, putting, I'm putting them in the same sentence. I love them both. And Chad, just I congratulate you again. You know, right. you're, you're you're a good guy, and you had every opportunity to say Joey Lawrence there, and you didn't. So <laughs> good on you. All right, be- before we wrap up, any uh, do, do we want to give any honorable mentions to maybe some of the Dolph movies that we, we didn't cover in the countdown? Oh, oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right, Todd, what you got for us? Oh, give me a second. Um, Silent Trigger. All right, yes. Silent Trigger is absolutely my favorite Dolph movie of all time. It just has just oh, wow. this this um awesome just atmosphere to it just it's i mean i really don't know why i love it as much as i do i think it's just Dolph just kicking ass and just it's just a very that the pace of the movie the pace of the movie might be a little different but um it's definitely one of my favorite actually one of my favorite films ever all right holy crap i know right I mean, when you when you got people named like Shooter, Spotter, Supervisor, I mean, mm-hmm. you you know you know what's going down. It sounds like someone forgot to go back and edit the script. They're just like, well, I'll exactly. put this in there, and then I'll go back and change the name later, and they forgot. And we, we also have a um, was it one in the chamber? One of these movies that he did with uh yeah, with one of my uh, favorite directors, uh, William Kaufman. Uh, it's Cuba Gooden Jr. and Dolph Lundgren. Their seasoned assassin plays both sides in a Russian gang war. Whoever oh. would have thought? Also, thought? also a porn title. Yes, um, yes. I'd like to give a shout out to uh, uh, one of his recent movies, Don't Kill It. All uh, right. Very fun movie. He, it's you know, uh, uh, kind of reminds you of the the Denzel Washington movie Fallen. So you got like a demon jumping around in bodies. And by killing it, it like, like if if you kill it, it jumps to a new body. So it's like, oh shit! If you kill it, you're you're SOL kind of thing. But a really fun movie, entertaining for sure. Um, and then 
Of course, he was in the Expendables, uh, which are, you know, hit or miss. Uh, but I'd also, also like to quick shout out to the Universal Soldier sequels that came in the last Ooh, several years. So Regeneration very good. brings back Dolph as Andrew Scott. And then, hey, look, another one, Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning. Also Dolph in a small dose, but still Dolph. Any Dolph is good Dolph. Can I take a guess at what Brain will say? And I believe Brain is going to say Kindergarten Cop 2. Oh, yeah. He loves that movie. You would be incorrect, Mr. Gaines. Uh, I was actually going to say Skin Trade, which is another Ooh. newer one. Oh, uh, with yeah. Dolph and Tony yeah. You got Michael yeah. Jai White. You got Ron oh. Perlman. Peter Weller. I mean, that one's Selena Jade. Got a lot of uh, star power in there. Uh, definitely one that they kind of left open to for a sequel, so I'm hoping maybe we'll see more of that. And uh, another one from back in the day that didn't get uh, any love here is Pentathlon. Kind of have oh. a soft spot in my heart for, for that one. That's something different from Dolph where he's defecting, and you know maybe that's kind of a true life story if he was really a commie and he's not <laughs> here in America. So maybe maybe that's why I like it. I don't know. And I can remember that uh, cover at the video store. So, the gold medal. Yes, absolutely. Brain, right. didn't didn't you compete in a couple um, pentathlons? Absolutely not. Hmm. Um, no. How about you? Maybe I that should I'm, have been a, one of the the questions here. It, it should have been actually. Have you ever been in a that? Actually, you know what? It was in my tiebreaker section. Uh, All right, gentlemen. Any more? Uh, Anything else we want to talk about Dolph Lundgren here on this all Dolph edition of the Bulletproof podcast? You know, the last thing I'll say is, you know, we've been lucky enough to to watch action movies and talk about them. And that's not going to stop. And November 3rd is Dolph Lundgren's birthday coming up. So you damn well better believe there because there's going to be some more Dolph in the future. Absolutely. We love Dolph Lundgren and we love you for listening to the Bulletproof podcast. And I think it's time to wrap things up. I am Chris the Brain for Chad Cruz and the real Todd Gaines. Thank you for listening. And stay tuned for more of the Bulletproof podcast. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.